This shows for entertainment purposes only. Any information provided here should not substitute for professional advice. For matters discussed, always consult local professionals. So now you can grow weed that would be net profitable in California's legal space. So that dope. dope. So that that was number one. So it's it, it's it's a greenhouse. But then after uh, this last year, you know, we had June gloom growing up. That was always maybe May, a little bit of June. But yeah. fuck, this year it was all the way mm. until July. Yeah. So yeah. that really hurt our yields. We we mm-hmm. got we got crushed, and uh, we were just running to get money to stay alive. We still oh, kind wow. of are. But uh, so now we have lights. We have five hundred lights. Uh, that we're going to turn on when it gets yeah. cloudy. So we we fixed that fucking problem, <laughs> which was a big problem. But so I, I say we're indoor, outdoor kind of combo greenhouse grow. It's a little bit of a new approach, Yeah, you know, mixed light. But that's where all of the weed is, is coming from, that one grow. Lasagna Ganja Podcast. It's Mr. X to the Z Exhibit. And I'm your girl, Tammy, a.k.a. The Cannabis Cutie. Yes, and we are in another episode of the Lasagna Ganja Podcast. Mm -hmm. We call it the Lasagna Ganja Podcast because there are layers to this industry, Mm -hmm. right? And so, oh no, before we get to our guests, Mm -hmm. let's talk about something that happened recently. Yes. Let's talk about the HHS Mm -hmm. rescheduling cannabis. Yes, they they are hinting at that that's going to happen hmm. oh so that it has not happened no they're it's kind of like happen. do you remember when there was that roe v wade leak mm. and then it actually happened a few months later yeah this could be one of those situations oh fuck okay yeah. so give us some background for why that's significant at okay. this time so we had a conversation where i was saying we want to deschedule which means you take it completely off rescheduling is moving it from one category to another so mm. cannabis is schedule one and they are talking about moving it to schedule three. Okay, so yeah. what, what's the significance of that? Well, schedule one says there's no accepted medical use and high potential of abuse, and it there's no benefit, basically, is what they're saying. Oh, wow. And because we have an entire United States and you know, almost 40 states with a medical program, we now know that it is not properly scheduled, and now what they're doing is putting it on schedule three, but the issue with schedule three is everything that is on schedule three has to get FDA clearance before it's sold. Well, what else is in schedule three that our listeners or viewers might know of? Um, so schedule one is going to be anything that's illegal. Right. Schedule two is going to be the things that will kill you, <laughs> but they're legal, like Oxycontin. Um, that's weird. So like psilocybin is schedule one, cannabis right. is schedule one, uh, Cocaine is Schedule 2. Mm-hmm. Meth is Schedule 2. Why? Because they can make drugs and sell them. Mm. So that's where we're at with cannabis now. We've got to move it down because now pharmaceutical, they can make their play because now they can patent. They can say, yes, this can be on the market. No, it cannot. So now it begs the question, what's going to happen to the industry? Right. Is it right. going to all whoosh down the memory hole, making Richard Nixon proud and yeah. Ronald Reagan proud? <laughs> or is it going to grandfather in what already exists? and we keep the ball rolling. Oh my God. That is uh terrifying stuff. If yeah. you are in the industry, um, <laughs> I'm pretty sure they wanted to start the show off with a high and that wasn't it, but no, not you to know, be a buzzkill. Not I, to be a buzzkill at all. P- it, potentially, it can potentially happen. It has not happened. Right. We don't so, know. Yeah. Let's, let's keep our fingers crossed mm-hmm. and cooler heads prevail. You know? Yeah. But we, I mean, the industry, it's not always pretty and that's 
something we have to that's one of the layers of this mm. that even in my cannabis book club we had to pause and read a harry potter book for yeah, a second yeah. because <laughs> it's just so heavy and sometimes it feels heavy out there in the world and we right. just couldn't do both so right. yeah well hit us up hit us on uh the ig lasagna the lasagna ganja tell us what you think about um the hhs Rescheduling, not descheduling. Of what we what we want, right? We want D, not D, re. Then D, not re. Give me the D. <laughs> okay, all right, <laughs> moving on. <laughs> all right, so listen, listen, listen. That's. I hope that um, I hope that we are able to see this thing ten years from now to take some hits and dings. But I hope that people that have been dedicating their lives, energy, resources to these things, mm-hmm. you know, and building these brands from the ground up and building brand trust and loyalty, um, are able to take this thing ten years from now, twenty years from now, wherever they need to take it. I would hate to see all that work go down the drain off the old, you know, same you old, know, same old. Same old, same old. Yeah, let's yeah. let it be different this time. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully, man. Um, but again, my saving grace or what I believe is saving grace is that cannabis is a culture and you can't own the plant. Correct. You can't. So, you know, let's hope that that always is, is so. Yeah. Free the yeah. plant. Yeah. Speaking of free, freeing the plant, we have a gentleman here today that we are excited to talk to. His name is Teddy Bang. <laughs> Teddy Bang is from, what's the name of the cultivation? The name of the cultivation, well, the brand that sells in the dispensaries mm-hmm. is uh, Cali Flowers, a big one, so fucking dope. Okay. Uh, we, he, yeah. So he has a bunch of, he has a bunch of different brands. Yeah. Right? Okay. And um, we're excited to talk to him because we always talk to our, our fellow cannabis operators mm-hmm. and love to get into their philosophies and why they do what we do for the plant. All right. Mm-hmm. So welcome, Teddy. Thank, Thank you. you for coming. Thank you. Thank you. All yeah, right. Yeah. yeah, man. So um, give us a little background on how you got into cannabis. Um, what led you to this path and what are you thinking about uh, for your company in the future? Okay, man. It's a lot. It's a lot. What got me into it? I come from a highly educated medical doctor, got an MD degree, uh, worked in that space, worked in the pharmaceutical, know about the HHS, DEA, all that kind of stuff. I think that D to RE or RE before D, whatever, is the rescheduling on the positive side might be heading in the right direction. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, we'd love for it to go from schedule one to no, mm-hmm. no schedule. I think what the HHS is saying is for the first pass, uh, let doctors be a part of it, let mm-hmm. them prescribe it. Yeah. Yeah. Like it used to be in the 40s yeah. and prior to that. Yeah. 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 Even though I would say just let it go. You know, mm-hmm. they, they don't need to touch it at all. Mm-hmm. And but uh, I've seen that world. I come from the entrepreneurial space mm. on the hospital medical side, saw okay. some things I like, saw a lot that I didn't like. Mm. And just finally said, you know, what am I really like? What yeah, would you do? What do you do in the space? If you don't mind me asking in the medical space, mm-hmm. uh, I did operating room technology like wow yeah one of my 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 big things was they took the instruments that would go inside a patient for surgery and connected it to a computer the surgeon interacted with joysticks and kind of robotically Mm. performed the surgery removing tremors all kinds of stuff like that it takes the shakes out takes the shakes out Uh, Uh, you need that yeah it's important a lot of caffeine in doctor's world so yeah you need that uh so i participated with a couple companies startups and went public went through that whole kind of what we're going through in cannabis now, like the early stages to mm-hmm. where Wall Street gets involved. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that, uh, 
that was a good experience. I see, I didn't think it at the time when I got into cannabis. I'm like, oh, cannabis is just the rebirth of me. Mm -hmm. And now I'm like, no, there's parallels all over the place. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm seeing a lot uh, that, that I saw before, especially with the, the government. Mm -hmm. yeah. Man, so you did well in the medical space. What made you choose cannabis? Uh, well, personal. Uh, you know, I'm preaching to my daughter, be passionate. And she's like, look at you. <laughs> like, what are, you, are you passionate? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, oh, fuck. No, I guess not. You know, maybe, <laughs> maybe, maybe I could be a little bit more. So for me, it was, you know, sitting down, closing my eyes. It was surfing and weed. You know, I'm a California born and raised boy. Mm -hmm. I've been living near the coast my whole life. The ocean, the vibrations, the motion, that's mm -hmm. important to me. Uh, and at the time, there was a pro surfer, Kelly Slater. He's, he's the top dog. He created this uh, wave pool where they could generate the perfect wave over and over and over. Mm. I'm like, oh, fuck, that's dope. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, all, that's passion. I'll go work there. Uh -huh. Reached out to him. And I'm like, no, I'm not going to be on that wave. I'm not going to be with Kelly Slater. I'm yeah. going to be in emails and meetings and all that kind of stuff. It was a bunch of PGA guys. So I was like, that's just that the grass is just as brown right. on that passion face. Right. So weed was the other one. And California had just voted to make it legal. I'm like, you know, I didn't want to live too much of a double life. I'm like, you know, I got two years before it's legal, you know, technically 16 to 2018. Jumped in and, and met some good people that had similar, you know, passions and just kind of clicked up and, and just went from, I was selling uh, breath mints, THC breath mints. <laughs> okay, the only thing I yeah. When I first started, I, um, I started with a taffy, mm -hmm. LOL taffy. Yeah. It was fucking Crazy. Yeah. We we weren't we we couldn't figure out how to dose it correctly. So, so what, some pieces were like <laughs> Yeah, it was fucking dangerous. crazy. And then other ones were like, all right, and there's nothing in this. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. then other ones were just floor people. It was yeah, uh, it was horrible. Yeah, they're like, that's the wrong dose. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's too much. Yeah. But yeah, that was me. Whatever I could sell. And then I finally got to flower. Yeah. And then I I got I got a good Good plug down in San Diego. He's still in the game trapping, and he just got fireweed from up north. Mm. And it was just whatever he could bring, I could sell. Mm. I'm like, this is easy. So even if this re to D to D to re goes the wrong direction, <laughs> if we go back to what it was like where everybody was making money, it mm -hmm. might not be a, a bad thing after yeah. all. But yeah, but yeah. 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 I mean, the whole reason why cannabis was such a lucrative product was because of the prohibition. We didn't know what was on the market. So you can't, you know, with you know, supply and demand, you know, the supply. So then you can set your pricing mm -hmm. based on the demand, but mm -hmm. we don't know any of that. So that's what drives the prices. And then mm -hmm. if something better comes along, it's a little higher. And there's also no insurance, no taxes, no overhead. Yeah, that like, that so mm -hmm. that's, that's why now when you put that into effect, to effect, there's no money because it's still a crop. You're not mm -hmm. going to get 100% of what you plant. This is not one of those equations. Like, mm -hmm. I think it just needs to be freed. And like the jars remind me of just little prisons. Like, it is a plant. We have to figure out. Oh, a it's called marketing. It has, it's a necessary evil. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's not that. It's just, I think that we're, lo it, we're looking at it a little too deep. I know that it's expensive to produce at, at that high of quality, but the mm -hmm. only reason why we went indoor it was again prohibition. Mm -hmm. right. If we put it back outside, treat it like a plant, then we can have a proper price. And then we're not doing this big old, why can't we make a billion dollars in weed? And it's like, because it's a plant and there yeah. are pests yeah. and other things that you can't control. Do you think that there will always be a traditional market? Like, no matter what, do you do you think that's always going to exist no matter what happens? 
Yeah, I, I think every industry has it. Sometimes it's the opposite, like Louis Vuitton, it's fake Louis Vuitton, mm -hmm. you know, but, but in, in cannabis, the, the, the top shelf weed might be leaking out into markets where you can get top dollar for it, mm -hmm. you know, so I think there'll be some form of it, you know, there all, always is, mm -hmm. but, right. and, you know, you, you, you raise a great point, you know, California, Southern California, but California, it's a very sophisticated stoner base. Mm -hmm. They know weed. Mm -hmm. So you see a lot of these companies coming at it with all this branding mm -hmm. and, I know my weed. I'll buy it in the turkey bag. I don't Thank need you. it. Yeah. I don't want to pay more and no shade on Snoop, but if his face is on it, I'm not paying more. Mm -hmm. You know, I just need the weed. Maybe I would just because it's Snoop. But, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, Shout out to dog, man. <laughs> right. what, what dog do, man? <laughs> his yeah, weed's no, actually no, pretty decent, too. I'll, I'll, I'll buy all the Snoop dog weed. Yeah, okay, I'll, buy I'll, I'll buy it. I'll buy it. I've never smoked it, so I don't yeah. know. I don't, I don't, I don't yeah. know. No shade. No shade. But so... Yeah, California does have a unique uh, marketplace because of that. Mm -hmm. and, and we see with these brands that come in and just think that the jar or the packaging will get somebody to pay more that we found, no. Mm. Social influencer, celebrity, no. Doesn't yeah, matter. we feel the same way. I see yeah. it all the yeah. time. I, you know, even though I do have brands and have had brands, they stood on their own mm -hmm. merit and they yeah. stood because it was a quality product. Mm -hmm. I consider myself an operator. I don't get out there and, and just put my name on something. I've actually had a hand in actually building it from the ground up. Mm -hmm. So I take pride in what I've done here and, and, and I stand next to guys like you and you know understand the challenges, but still we are community. Mm -hmm. And uh, I mean, we all like kind of, you know, look and see and build with one another. I think it's dope, mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, we saw a big shift. Uh, you know, back before it was uh, legal, there was just such a strong drive to quality. Mm -hmm. You were just looking for that top shelf yeah. weed, everybody, and that's what mm -hmm. sold. Mm -hmm. And then you started hearing dispensaries say, hey, you got to put it in a jar, put mm -hmm. it in a bag, or, or, or start packing it up, and started seeing the price drop mm -hmm. down. But once it got kind of legal, and we went out and started talking to the dispensaries, they were like, look, there's hundreds of brands in that top shelf space yeah. now. There might be a few that are that are maybe the Snoop Dogs that are at the top, but there's, you know, that when you were selling to the dispensary for 30 bucks an eight, that went down to 26, 25, 28, mm -hmm. 16. They're chopping the margins down. Yeah, tough. way low. So what, what we did is we went out to the dispensaries down in San Diego and Van Empire all over. We're like, what do you guys need? And they're like, not top shelf. We need yes. good weed. Cost leaders. Economy yeah. brands. Bang yeah. for mm. buck. Economy brand, but not, yeah. not just the cheapest, shittiest mm -hmm. weed, like good weed, so that the, the the guy that smokes every day will keep smoking it. So we put a lot of effort into, like what you were saying, is we, we're, we're close with our farm. You know, we say that these, like the, the farmer looks at it and says, oh, this is a great plant because of how it yielded, because it didn't bud rot or whatever. To us, we're like, no, 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 we need structure. We need no, there's different things that the consumer or the buyers of the dispensary consider when they say that's dope weed. Mm -hmm. So, you know, bridging all that communication, figuring out, but at the end of the day, we spend more time at the farm mm -hmm. saying, this is how this brand is gonna work. Mm -hmm. Don't come at me with a brand and then just be like, oh, put weed in it mm -hmm. and sell. It's like, no, 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 it starts with that that seed. It mm -hmm. starts with the flower, yeah. Mm -hmm. so. so which which brand did you start first? Uh, well, we had some that a lot that came and went, mm -hmm. and and learned a lot. But th like back before, it was maybe you know like it is today. Humble Exotics was a good one. We had some 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 killer strains that some of the dispensaries we sold to. I uh, knew you know we we didn't have as much weed that we have now. So mm -hmm. you know three dispensaries could take all of the weed. 
But if you go back to some of those buyers, like Narco OG was was a killer strain. I think the true genetics was Diamond something. We mm. called it Narco OG. Yeah. And it just hit. People loved it. Uh, but that slowly led to the brands we have now. And one of the brands we just kind of let, you know, we, we, we were looking at it as, hey, you know, the brand isn't the most important thing, the logo. It, it's the, the vertical integration, the, the ability to be able to take a plant, get it down to the gram, monetize it all the way through. Everybody's net profitable so that the system could last. And the brand will, will, will grow from that. And so there's a couple brands that we just kind of let grow. And now they're big. Cauliflower is probably one of our, wow. our top brands. And if, if you go to a, a dispensary that sells it, you know, we don't sell it at a lot of dispensaries. We try to, to give exclusivity so you mm -hmm. can't just, you know, you have some kind of competitive advantage for the dispensary. But if you go to those dispensaries, uh, the, our brands are usually top, you know, four out of wow. four, four yeah, five mm -hmm. out of five, because it's per B, good structure, good right. read. And we do, you know, 20 bucks for an eighth out the door. Wow. Yeah. So that's yeah. awesome. It's brands like Cauliflower, Pacific Stone, mm -hmm. you know, they do super volume. Mm -hmm. Like the volume those guys kick is is enormous. So yeah. that's a great model. I think um, I, I haven't seen uh, your stuff in the stores, but I'm going to take a look mm -hmm. and, I, and I'll mm -hmm. go find it next time. Mm -hmm. um, I know you brought some stuff today, mm -hmm. um, but we're going to look at that in a minute too. We're going to enjoy it <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and see what it is. But do you do you guys do indoor, outdoor, do a, a hybrid? A, what's your what's your go-to method for Cali Farm? Yeah, for growing. Well, we, we started indoor. That, that, but then realized, you know, when you look at kilowatt per hour, like the cost to grow mm -hmm. LA, it's, it's, it's high. It's 55 cents uh, a kilowatt. Mm. When you get out into the agricultural areas like Carpinteria, Santa Barbara, and you go into the greenhouses, you lose the full control of an indoor grow. I mean, you still got walls and, and, and a roof, but the kilowatt per hour is 10, 11 cents. So now you can grow weed that would be net profitable in California's legal space. So that dope. dope. So that that was number one. So it's 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 a greenhouse. But then after uh, this last year, you know, we had June gloom growing up. That was always maybe May, a little bit of June. But yeah. fuck, this year it was all the way mm. until July. Yeah. So yeah. that really hurt our yields. We we mm -hmm. got we got crushed, and uh, we were just running to get money to stay alive. We still oh, kind wow. of are. But uh, so now we have lights. We have five hundred lights. Uh, that we're going to turn on when it gets yeah. cloudy. So we we fixed that fucking problem, <laughs> which was a big problem. But so I, I say we're indoor, outdoor kind of combo greenhouse grow. It's a little bit of a new approach, Yeah, you know, mixed light. But that's where all of the weed is, is coming from, that one grow. Do you want to keep your brands in a boutique or do you want to grow out to be mass multi-state operators? Uh, or do I, you see a benefit in that? I think right now we're we're all real happy with what we're doing. We we love our day to day job. You know, there's moments when we're stressed, but we like it. So we we try not to look too long term because it just changes all the time anyway. But I think what we're focusing in on is you know in the beginning it was you know global, then nation, then now we're like okay, Southern California. <laughs> Let's just figure out how to be net profitable growing, you know, seed to sale. How do we do mm. that and, and come up with like an in and out model? It's not, you know, bougie, but it's good weed that, you know, if, if you want to smoke, you're mm -hmm. going to be like, yeah, oh, fuck it. I'll, I'll do it. It's good right. enough. It might right. not be, you know, for, for your caliber or your caliber, but for the everyday stoner, it, it's good weed. So we're just trying to figure out how to do that. So even, you know, just here locally. So even if it did go federal, I, there's no way I could, with the cost, go mm -hmm. to New York. Mm -hmm. I, I can put the brands in New York, but if you want California weed in New York, 
we're going to figure out Southern Cal, then we're going to figure out Arizona, mm-hmm. then Nevada, mm-hmm. and just figure out, you know, that process. So to go nationwide is mm. 10, 15 years for me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. How it looks today. Maybe, maybe yeah. that'll change. You I think uh, you think they're going to move cannabis around eventually? Like they do like like California avocados or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like Interstate that, with commerce? The sticker. Like grown, oh, in, yeah, grown in California. Made in California. Oh, grown yeah. in California. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. 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 We're, we're that, that might be a saving grace for all the people here. Everybody wants it. Yeah. And I mean, and you make a great point. The thing about like the sophisticated cannabis culture, we are brand specific anyway. Mm-hmm. We're going to go and we know what we like. We mm-hmm. know we're going to repeat by it over and over. But there is a big chunk of people who are just trying to make their dollar stretch. And I think like in my marketing degree, I know that you have a choice. You're a cost leader or you're different, mm. but you cannot be different and cheap. Mm-hmm. It just won't work. You <laughs> yeah, have to yeah. figure out a strategy. <laughs> Which one do you want to be different or do you want to mm-hmm. be cheap? Everybody grows the best weed in California. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, but there are people who are new to cannabis that mm. do not need that top shelf stuff. Mm-hmm. And then there's people who only smoke on the weekend. Mm-hmm. They would mm-hmm. love to go in and get a half ounce or an ounce of, for the the cheapest amount that they can because they're yeah. not, yeah. you know, needing the heaviest, yeah. terpiest right. or whatever, mm-hmm. you know. No, there they has to be, there's going to be standouts in each category. Right. Right. Um, economy brands, premium brands. And then there's, you know, like the elite the mm-hmm. stuff that happens. Um, there's room for everything. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, I, I really commend you for your wherewithal and sticking through it. And mm-hmm. hopefully, yeah, you know, Cali Farms will get out there and you and you guys will have a great, you know, mm-hmm. 2024. Mm-hmm. You know, I know everybody is gearing up and, yeah. you know, this is going to be, we're just it's trudging looking, forward. It's looking good. It's looking yeah, good it's so looking far. Good. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, this year's looking good so yeah. far. Yeah. So how do they find you? How do they find uh, Cali, Cali Flowers? Are you on IG? Uh, you know, we don't have a strong social media presence for the brands. Yeah. Uh, I mean, there's probably an account somewhere. I, I do at Cali underscore dope crew. That's sort of uh, our L.A. storytelling. Well, Instagram. you got one now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, you better go activate that motherfucker. Activate that, yeah. <laughs> activate it. So, but that's, yeah, that's you know, all the brands kind of come through that, that, that account, I guess. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, cool, man. So, look, man, uh, appreciate you coming. Uh, it's the Lasagna Ganja podcast. We always support everybody. And thank you for coming through and rocking with us. Yeah, uh, Lasagna Ganja podcast, Mr. X to the Z exhibit. And Tammy, a.k.a. the Cannabis Cutie. And Teddy Bang. Yeah. Yep, thank you. <laughs>the lasagna ganja podcast wherever podcasts are streamed and check out our separate feed with video episodes available on spotify and youtube for more information visit dcpofficial.com